Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Well, it's Wednesday, August 8th. It's 8.59 a.m. Eastern Time. And uh, we're here at Stormfront Action Radio. There's all kinds of stuff going on in the news lately. I mean, Donald Trump is now being uh, questioned or questioning these uh, shutdowns on YouTube, Alex Jones is shut down. I mean, they, these people are, <laughs> the more stuff they do to, to censor us, the more they do to deny white people their rights, the more they make fools of themselves, the more they're opening everybody's eyes to the fact that everything that's being done is do, done for nothing other than just silence to people that are real Americans. The, the communists want to take over, and they don't want us to have any voice anymore. That's what yeah. it seems to me. We, we should make as much as we can about censorship. It, it should really become a big issue. Now, we are the perfect people to do that. Absolutely. Nobody censored more than we are. Nobody. Yeah, that's really, that's for sure. So, we get, we're I, expecting it, um, the good ones? Yes, we, we are. Ones? We're saying expecting uh, okay. Mrs. Goodwin to call in today. And I I understand that Billy Roper may call in today, and uh, that'd be fine. Well, thanks so. to uh, Daryl. We managed through yesterday, and Dr. Hill helped me Monday, mm-hmm. thankfully. Yeah, well, I've been, uh, had, been had some a little bit under issues. the weather. Yeah, yeah, and, and big job I'm trying to press out of here. It's a, a tough job, too. So, anyway, that's where it's at, and, and that's, what's, that's, who, that's where we're at right now. So, Okay, what about I, Jason Kessler? Can we well, hear from him? He actually, uh, I just found out he's doing a, a video shoot in uh, New York today. Uh, I don't know what, the, what it's all about, but uh, that's, what, that's up with him, and I'll be calling him later on today to see if we can get him on tomorrow or maybe Friday, I'd like to get him on at least one one more time before the event takes place on Sunday, because I, I, I spoke to a fellow in New York City just, just a couple minutes ago, and, uh, you know, and I think everything still, everything's coming. To, go ahead. You still are planning to go? Yeah, I'm actually going to yeah, get that air conditioning issue fixed today, so... Uh, you could be comfortable. And uh, you're going to go Sunday or Saturday, the day before? Uh, I, I would say real early Sunday morning. I only want to go up there, do the event, and come back. Right. I don't want to get tangled up in a whole bunch of, you know, other things because i got a lot of work I have to do and stay on top of. So, so when you get there and you get somewhere that the phone works, you're going to call Call yes. me, and we'll start up this. Yep, that, that's the plan. I will give you a live report from the from the event. We'll start the conference call in probably, a, what, 
four o'clock or so. In the in the evening. I, I'll, yeah, I'll talk to Jason and I'll get more details and we'll take it from there. Okay. All right. And so, I'm got. Huh? Go ahead. I'm expecting the good ones to Darryl's come. Like got them here. I don't see the good ones. Daryl's with us. Have her number. Yeah. What area yeah, Darryl. is good ones? Mm, I have to look. I don't know. It's the same as Billy Roper's. Okay. All right, we'll go ahead and let Daryl. Yeah, bring Daryl on. Daryl back. I think Thank he had Darryl. some information yesterday. Well, oh. like he just dropped off. We have David, too. All right. Hey, David. Good morning. Uh, yes. Yeah, good morning. Uh, and good to see Frank back this morning. And uh, I was uh, planning on riding with you to uh, the United States. Right? Yeah, you're from Texas, uh, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. We're still on. We're still on board for that. Okay, so just be there bright and early Sunday morning. Is that, is that the, what I should do? Uh, no, I'd say I'd, I would come up the night before. I think you're better off coming up the night before and we get a place you can sleep and, uh, you know, we'll all get up together and we'll just boogie on a uh, real early Sunday morning, like maybe 3 o'clock or something like that. So it'll be a pretty good run. It'll be six hours, I would say. Okay. Okay, well, that's what I'll do. I'll, I'll plan to be there Saturday night. So, yeah, give, thank you. Give me, a call after, give me a call after the show, and let's confirm it all up. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you. You got it. Thank you, Dave. Now, Daryl. Daryl. Good morning, Stormfront. Hey, hey Daryl. Is that better? Yeah. I can, you, you yeah, losing. go ahead, Daryl. Yeah. Uh, Make sure you uh, let us know when your live report's going to be. I'll, I'd like to listen in uh, live. would be very nice uh, to hear what's going on up there. Uh, yep. And uh, there's been several people. I don't follow the message board or the chat rooms, but there's been several uh, things uh, I've been questioned of where I came from. I came from my, my mama, and uh, she was white. And... Uh, I just appreciate the show, and I'm glad that like-minded people can get together, and I think it's a big deal that uh, that people uh, get along because we're all the we're all pro-white, like you like to say, Francis. And uh, uh, that there is a lot going on in the news, you know. And these, uh, I know what I, I wanted to talk about is taxation. So many people are willing to have more laws and taxation, and I was actually trying to research last night taxation in the nationalist socialist in history, and of course all I could find is a bunch of trash about it uh, to read. So if anyone had any uh, comments of how that worked in in that society, uh, I don't want any more laws. I don't want any more taxes. And someone was saying that, oh, we have to pay for roads and bridges with our taxes and pay for the law enforcers. Well, I can defend myself 
and I can get a four-wheel drive truck and drive over the potholes or drive around them. I didn't sign the Constitution, and uh, I want to be a sovereign, not a, uh, not a slave. And uh, they've made us all slave to, to get permission to do to do anything, you got to get a permit. You got to, you know, uh, uh, I, I have a horse that I may have to put down. I'm putting it off because uh, he's been a pet for a very long time. But my wife is talking to her mother, and she's like, "Oh, that's against the law," he, you know. And, and she's like, "You know, the people are so out of touch of with the with the earth and taking care of animals and common sense that it's 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 really unbelievable." And and uh, I called into the Gideon's Army call last Saturday. I was very upset uh, I'm about Schaefer Cox. Uh, Alex Jones is calling for the uh, President Trump to pardon Julian Assange, and Julian Assange has to stay in a little room. He's getting soup and, soup and sandwiches brought to him by Pamela Anderson, and then we got a, a, a guy like Schaefer Cox that's locked up with a camera watching him, and it's just like, are you kidding? Yeah, yeah, you know. And and the censorship is a big deal. It's in a lot of ways, it's good that they censored him because it's showing people that they don't want the opinion out there that that we can't have our opinion, or we're going to be attacked or murdered. We, uh, Dr. Hill, I was bringing up the red flag laws. That you know these red flag laws, all they got to say is, oh, this guy's passing out cards and he's crazy. We should take his weapons. Uh, or he's a white supremacist, or uh, he's pro-white, anything, and they'll drag you into court and say you're a kook and, and take away your right to defend yourself. And, wow. and it just goes hand in hand with the censorship. If they can do the censorship, they're, 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 they're just going to do with us whatever they want to do. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, it, you know, no matter... No matter what legal what course you want to take, whether you try and set the trial up for an appeal down the road and be able to win on an appeal because you flaunt the uh, the testimony during the trial, or, or there's many issues that will, involving uh, the trials of the guys up in Charlottesville that are not legal, even under statute law, legal, and they ignore that and they just blunder ahead and they do whatever they want to do and you know, I got it. Can, can I tell you this? Uh, Todd Engel, he was at the Bundy standoff. A video just came out the other day of him talking on the phone with Lavoie Finicum, and that Lavoie Finicum trial was going on. And of course, these cops picked up all the pieces of brass and have hit them and don't know who fired shots and all this BS. <clears throat> but Todd Engel, his attorney, appealed his. Uh, jury trial. He had a jury trial, and they found him guilty, and the government hid exculpatory evidence, and this is the reason why the Bundys were acquitted. There's people out there that have followed this. The Bundys were acquitted because it came out through a whistleblower that they had lied. They had a threat assessment that, that said, hey, these are Christian people. They, they won't kill anyone. They'll, they'll, they'll stand right there until you have to put them on the ground and handcuff them, but they're, they're not going to kill anyone. They're just going to stand by their rights, and they knew all this, and the government lied, and that came out. Well, this Judge Navarro was the same judge in Todd Ingalls' trial, and his attorney put forward a motion saying the government hid exculpatory evidence. This, uh, and they gave him 14 years, 
They gave Todd Engel 14 years, and now it's going to have to be appealed. That judge from the bench, she's, she could have said, she could have thrown that jury verdict out and said the government cheated, and these judges are supposed to be referees. And they tried to, I was in front of one here in Lafayette County, Missouri, and he said, I, I said, the, I, I, did a motion, I did a motion to suppress, I showed the, the, the evidence, and I, I said, she's hiding exculpatory evidence about the officer. He said, and the judge told me, he said, if I did, if I did that, I would be an activist judge. And he's just, you know, this is what they all, she don't want to be, Navarro out there in Nevada don't want to be activist judge, and they don't want them to see that people uh, can be found not innocent and get out of the charges from these uh, prosecutors. These prosecutors are ran amok because the people, the people say, oh, let's just make another law, let's pay their salary, and they don't impeach any of these people. These people should be impeached and fired. We have to have court watchers. Rudy and Aaron talk about that a lot. There's a group called Court, court Watchers, and if you're a guy in a town or you're an older guy that's retired, you got time, you ain't got to be out in the rat race chasing a dollar, go sit in the courtroom and watch what they do. These deities expect you to stand up when you come in. They're all, all rise. You know, they sit as gods in there, and they control the bailiffs. They control, they control every aspect of that courtroom, and the, and the people uh, don't. Supposed to be the, the people. of the police state. The judges, the lawyers are a part of the police state. But anyway, Daryl, I think the good ones may be here. We're waiting for here from they, them. White power. Well, we need to we need to get you in touch with the good ones too, Daryl. So uh, touch base with me after the show because there's information that they need. So, I have their number. I've talked to them, and if they, I yeah, it's the. Uh, Eric code four six nine is a good one. Okay. Yep. Yep. And Billy will be eight seven zero. That's a Arkansas. Those are Arkansas area codes. I'm a I'm a four one. Hello. I I I had I had lost everybody's number. Something went. I don't know. I usually write it down, but I've been so it's been so stressful um, that I, I please call me back because uh, I did want to get do that interview with y'all and. Um, so yes, 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 yes. I have not forgotten, and I did not change my mind. Um, we uh, we are, are gearing up to go to Charlottesville. Um, it's really stressful at this time because I've hear so much positive and then so much negative. People tell I was told this week don't have hope. Uh, you know, Miss Goodwin, be careful. Just don't you having too much hope. You you're just gonna fall on your face. But I I I can't do that. That's not me. Hope is how I live. Faith is how I roll. You know, um, I just have to believe that God is going to intervene. For everybody, please keep praying for us. Um, Jacob is—it's um, wearing on Jacob. There's no, there's no hiding it anymore. He, it is wearing on Jacob. You know, it's been almost a year now. And um, he told me last night, and he said, "Mama," he said, "It is—it's already rolling over there in Shortsville." He said, "People are already starting and gearing up for August the 12th." And they're already starting to destroy statues. Um, they're painting on them, graffiti. Uh, they are already starting there. He said it's it's horrible already here, and I, I just think that's a shame. I do. I really do. You know, um, I hate to see what may happen on the twelfth. But with that being said, said uh, Frank had told me, and I think it's a great idea 
that on the 12th, if everybody that can hear my voice would burn tiki torches for the weekend. It don't have to be on a stick, you know, nothing elaborate. You can go to the dollar store and they have the little can of tiki torches for a dollar. I'm asking everybody to do that, you know, um, and take pictures of it. Put it on put it on Facebook of you and your family burning the tiki torches and supporting Jacob and the boys and this that's happening. Um we appreciate the donations that we got this week. People are still out there um, fighting for us and re- helping us. Um, we're gearing, the, getting the money to go. Um, we got letters of uh, character letters to send to the lawyer to get to the judge this week. Do you realize it's only like a week and a half away that we will be leaving to, uh, you know, re- get ready to go and hope to God bring my son home. Amen. Yes. Uh, You know, like I said, it's really, really stressful. Scott's stomach is, we go to Dr. Poorman again tomorrow. Um, I never knew stress like this. uh, You know, uh, Scott wrote Borden a a letter, and he said, you know, y'all are living a hell in there, but we're living our hell out here too, just a different kind, you know, of trying to, I don't know if anybody knows, but they gave Jacob a um, probation officer sent to him, and we found somebody said it's the norm, and somebody says, no, it's not. And and so we called to get what information we could get, and um, we were told that on the 13th, Jacob has to go to court or something with his probation officer, and I didn't hear Woodard say that he knew anything about it. We talked so much, and um, then... I asked Jacob about it. Jacob said he didn't know nothing, so we're going to try to find out about that today. Um, but none of the other boys that I know of got probation officers. We were told that the only reason they would give Jacob a probation officer from the probation office itself is that there's a stipulation with Jacob's case. So we're hoping this is a good thing. You know, I'm praying that it's a good thing. You know, I sure like to leave Charlottesville with my son and don't have to go back until... You know, we have to do other things. But um, I hope to God, or if we have to go back, it would be for Borden's trial, or, you know, Borden's sentencing or whatever. But, you know, I'm just, I just I'm where it wits end to not knowing every day to getting closer. No, um, I, I can't thank everybody still enough. You know, we were, I was talking to um, Nellie last night. That's the lady Jacob saved. I met her in person, y'all. She's so sweet. She's got five kids on her own. She's a single parent, and uh, she believes in the, the movement totally, 100%. That's why she was there with her child, her two boys, matter of fact. And um, But we got to meet her in person, and another guy who donates to Jacob since he was arrested for a week. He had been in jail one week, and we met him at um, Shelbysville. He was there, Frank, with us at Shelbysville, Shank Man. And um, I got to meet him last weekend. I introduced them two together. I'm hoping – I like to play matchmaker. I'm hoping – it's good positive stuff. Um, and uh, yeah. so I I like that. And anyway, we got to meet both of them. And, you know, he support, he's been supporting Jacob every a little bit every month from what he can afford. And – you know, it's like she said, well, it's only this much. And I said, you don't understand. That little dab might make me to the finish line, you know. So whether it's $5, $10, whatever it be, 
don't ever think it ain't enough because that $5, that $1 may help me make it to Charlottesville, you know. So I thank everybody just for the kindness. I keep saying that because I really mean that. My husband and I really mean it. Does anyone have any questions or anything? No, I mean, you're pretty clear. You know, well, all we can all do is just wait and see what happens. We're at the mercy of the courts. There's nothing we can do. Well, you know, I'm afraid these other boys may have to do some time. My son's, you know, he's not off the hook. You know, he the pole the hook's still floating out there, and he's, he's on the line. But, you know, he's not in the cooler yet. And I pray, I just hope God, you know, God does bless me and my husband. And my son, and he was telling me, Jacob was telling me how hot and stuffy it was in there. For a couple of days there, we didn't get to talk to Jacob. And if he don't call me in two days, I start panicking. Because have they locked him down for something? Have, has something happened? You know, uh, I sent Jacob three, two Homesteader magazines, a guitar magazine. I get pictures. I'll go to Walmart and I print them off of things for, from y'all that y'all send or somebody puts in Facebook or whatever. And I go print them off so he has pictures to show and they have funny stuff to laugh at. Then I send him two letters, one for each one of the boys. And, you know, and um, I send him some homesteading paper from the library. I had to pay for it all. They lost every bit of it except one, the guitar magazine. I don't know how that happens. And he has no right. I found out from the post office, even though it's Jacob's mail, they have a right to do whatever they want to with that mail. And don't seem right, but that's just how it is. So you guys, you go to jail. You don't want to, you know, you can't pick a fight with them because, you know, and Jacob says, well, Mom, are you sure you mailed us to Jacob? You know how Mama is about that stuff. And he says, yeah, Mama, I know. He said, but I ask, and they don't know what happened to it. So, I mean, I don't know. It's like they took the magazines home and wanted to look at them because they're that good, you know. But magazines ain't cheap anymore. I hadn't bought a magazine forever. I look at it online. And, um. And they lost every bit of it. So now when I send him a magazine or something, I have to put his name all over it. Ain't that a shame? I mean, really? But uh, he told me last night it was hot in there. But anyway, oh, he hadn't called me in two days, so I was going crazy. I started trying to call the jail, which you have to, that's a, a chore in itself. But my husband saw an after-hour number somewhere, and believe it or not, it went to the police department, and it ended up in the mayor's office at 10 o'clock at night somehow. And the lady who helps the mayor call, got a hold to the jail somehow, and found out that nothing was wrong, that Jacob just had not called. But what had happened, their phones were messed up over there, and they, he couldn't call. But my mama was panicking, I can tell y'all. I was crying. I was calling everybody I know. Does anybody heard anything? You know, and uh, all it was was that the phone was messed up. Thank God that's all it was, you know. So I'm on pins and needles, you know. It wouldn't be no good for nobody to get in my face right now and start no crap, I can tell you that. That good one, that fighter in us, it come out on somebody. <laughs> yeah. Is there any possibility they could postpone this sentencing hearing and then you would be there, have to turn around and go home and come back? You know what? Anything's possible with them. I can't say no. Oh, no, that, you know, no. And you know what? They're only supposed to be giving us an hour. And Woodard does not want me and my husband to be character witnesses. He says the judge hears so much crap about mothers get up there, even if their sons have committed murder or whatever. My son's a good kid, blah, 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 blah. 
So he don't want to use me as a character witness, which I really wanted to. I'm telling you, I really, really wanted to. But I wrote a two-and-a-half-page letter to the judge, you know, explaining who my child is, what, you know, what Jacob has done. I, you know, explained at first, you know, his characteristics, you know, that he's a, he's a you know, not just because he's a good kid, but he's funny, he's loyal, you know, he's very ambitious, he's honorable, you know, and things like that. And then I went into the spill about, you know, the things that he's done and such by the time he was 21, having his car paid for, had paying for his own guitar lessons, you know, and had, <clears throat> and had writing his own music and finishing job, job corps and, you know, uh, getting student of the month up there and finish his GED and come home and work at three jobs to support himself. So the judge would know him. And then I went into my spill about how he saved Nellie. You know, he saved her life and he could see it on, go to YouTube and he could see it. And, uh, you know, and asking him, please, please, please to uh, exercise his authority to follow the jury, what the jury said to, you know, to, to throw this out. So we, you know, he has... I hate to say it, but he has all the power, but he does. Do you know much about the judge uh, that you can tell yes, us here? Yes, sir. Is yes, he sir. I, is he new? Uh, oh, he's been at this. He's got two girls. Um, he has. Oh, he, he he's been he's been he's done his whole life being different things in different courts, and he's done his whole life that. And um, I have to read it because it's a lot. Or is he from somewhere else? Well, he's done it around. He's not only in Shortsville, he's been around. Uh, you know, okay. we also have guys who are on computers and that are really good at it. And I reached out to two of them, and they have really helped me just let me know. They don't, you know, I said, well, every person has a weakness somewhere. He, you know, he really is a sticker for kids that do drugs. He, he don't like that at all. And, you know, they tested Jacob. Jacob's not one of those kind of kids. He just isn't. You know, and he's like his mother or my dad. We, we, we've never done anything like that. And I was talking to somebody last night, and I said, you know, me and Mr. Good, not, we have never done that. And she goes, huh? I'm like, hey, it's true. We have not, not, you know, being goody-goody two-shoes. We just never, I just don't do that. And, you know, they tested Jacob when he went in for drugs. They tested to see if he has anything in his system. Of course, they don't have nothing. That's not his, that's not his thing. Working at the gym, taking supplements, eating healthy is Jacob's thing. So, um, you know, but anything can happen with them. You know, they they have us at the mercy. If they wanted to, you know, stick him in there for 10 years, they if they wanted to stick him in there longer, they could. You know, it, I never put it past them for what they can do until I get him home. And that, it's going to be hard for them to pry him out of my dad, that my hands, my arms, when I get him in there and I get him home, because it's going to be hard for them to pry him out again. I can tell you that. Cause I won't. I'll keep eye on him from one from one thing to another. Mama's going to tell him you can't do this to me. And your daddy almost killed us. You know. Yeah. Yeah, but okay. you can't. You know, it's kind of like like y'all were saying, like they were saying. It's true. When you go into court, you're you're at their mercy. We we you know. I, I last time I I just never dreamed that that would have happened. You know, my son does not does not need to be there. So, you know, if he would have done something, be different. But, yeah, so we are, we're just trying to make it. We're just trying to make it to the 23rd to see what's going to happen. And, and everybody, y'all please pray for us. I appreciate people supporting me and my husband and my son. 
And I appreciate that y'all have not forgotten about us. And I'm asking you guys, I'm going to ask y'all all again, please, 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 I'm begging you, do not go to Charlottesville. Do not go to Washington. Do n- I heard that Washington is going to be a trap too. That's what I heard. Everybody's telling me that. I don't know. You know, I'm begging. I asked Frank, please don't go. Please, please, please. I need him here. You know, y'all tell him we need him here. We don't need him to get arrested or anything happen to him. You know, his, 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 wife, his girlfriend needs him, you know. You guys, y'all don't understand. Y'all getting in jail is it's a horrible thing. It's a horrible thing for your family. It's like we do. We're Me and Mr. Goodwin are living a hell out here on the outside if they're living a hell on the inside. And it's helpless as a mother. As a mother, I feel so helpless when Jacob's telling me, Mama, it's so hot and stuffy in here. They're not getting any air. You know, they're in the they're in the bottom of the jail. They are literally in the basement of the jail, literally. I'm not just saying that. They, they are. They say that they put you under the jail for some things, right? So it looks like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't that under the jail? He's in a yes, yes. Damp and um and humid. He said, "Yeah, he said, Mama is so humid in there." Because, you know, they never get outside. They never get to see outside. They don't go to an open window and get a piece of breath. And then the um, the gym that they let them walk around in, he said, Mama, it's like an oven. There's no air in there whatsoever. So I don't want to go in there. It's just as, it's worse than being in the cell. So And I feel so That's helpless as a change, mother. Though. After the sentencing, he will be moved, won't he, or either release. I hope, I hope so. I hope well, you know, I'm kind of scared for where they may moving to and who may start with him. You know, Jacob will take a lot of crap for a point, you know, and then he'll get tired. He'll get tired of it, you know, just like anybody else. You know, if you keep on getting in my face and I try to walk away and you keep it up and I keep, you know, then I've had enough and I'm going to come back and tell you, get out of my face or it's going to be a confrontation. You know, just get out of my face. You know, at a point, it's just like anything else. You know, but um. I'm just waiting to, like I said, guys. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm on edge, just like I'm on edge. I'm, I'm honestly, I am. You know, I, I don't know. I, I'm just, if I knew, like, well, this judge is going to be really, really true, and, you know, upfront, and, 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 you know, he's going to do the right thing. I, I wouldn't worry. Better. I, I yeah, better. I hope so. He better or yeah. the whole judgment will be thrown out. If he's influenced by anything outside of this instance, then he he's a corrupt judge, and he, the whole thing could be thrown out. He can't be influenced well, by what's happening this year or anything well, current. You know, he he can he can he can stand he can stand with the guilty verdict. He very well could be. I just keep praying that God will deal with his heart. I just keep doing that God will intervene because it's going to take something. It's going to take God to get me through this and God to get my son out. You know, um, I, you know, it, God does bless me every day. My son blesses. You know, my God blesses me that my son is not under the ground. That my son, I'm able to talk to my son. You know, but he, but you know, he's a. Haven't, he's not. He, he wasn't sleeping. You would think. Well, I mean, you're in there. You ain't got nothing else to do but read and sleep. He said, "Mama, even when I sleep, I wake up. I'm so tired because, you know, it's on him every day. It, what's going to happen to him? You know. So, I, you know, I don't wish this on anybody. 
I don't wish this on any mother, father, you know. My, my neighbor's a five-time felon, and he said, you know, the worst part of it was not me being in jail. He said, what I did to my mother. You know, I had to put my mother through all that worry all every time. And I said, but you kept going back to trouble. He said, yeah. He said, but I wasn't raised like Jacobs was raised. He said, I'm not, you know, I didn't, my mama was good, but she, my parents, I didn't have the life that Jacob has. You know, that parents will worry about me every day. And, um. And I said, well, you know, being a a good mother might just be the downfall of me. Yeah, because, you know, I don't, Uh, you know, I don't know. Father Francis, there's a couple of callers who want to ask questions. Sure. Yeah, let's let's bring some of these other callers on. Maybe they want to ask Mrs. Goodwin a question. Okay, this is anonymous. Uh, Hold on, Mrs. Goodwin. I might mute you for just a minute. Good morning, crackers and Jews. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. Fred. <laughs> keep, up the, keep up the humor, man. We need to laugh. We can't cry all the time. No, yeah, 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 being high spirits, Miss Goodwin. Listen, there's two things that bring the uh raise red flags here. First, um probation officer, um Jacob's still in jail, so why in the hell does he have a probation officer? That does not make any sense whatsoever, for one. For two, they did a drug test on him. Was that uh, willingly or was that forced on him? I think it's just something that they do anytime they bring anybody in jail to make sure that. <coughs> no, 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 no. See, I don't know because I don't. This, this is my see, first rodeo. Let me tell you, I don't know. I, I've been in the industry with people who uh, catch DWIs. Uh, you know, you hear of no refusal weekend where they draw your blood if you refuse to blow for alcohol and stuff like that. Yeah. The, it sounds like they violated his rights once again when they did the okay. drug when they did a drug test. Uh, that is totally irrelevant to what happened on the uh, on Charlottesville that day. Uh, when they do a, a, a drug test, typically it's in a, in a manner of a DWI or maybe a uh, maybe some kind of a murder case, but even then, I never even heard of that. That just all—I'm well, gonna say it like like another listener here said, this whole thing just smells to high heaven. I mean, uh-huh. uh, I don't know if uh, how many of you guys watched the documentary last night, but it was a hatchet job. But there, there was also a uh, a clip of the CBS or PBS reporter or the the guy who made the film. They openly admitted that the police stood down on purpose so that they could fight, so they could declare an unlawful assembly. They admitted it. So who who has blood on their hands? I mean, you're right. This was all a setup. They knew what they were going to do. And that documentary was a total hatchet job. Talking about white supremacist, neo-Nazis, this and that. that and that. Was, I didn't know they did a documentary. Truthfully, yes, I did not know that. You can go to PBS, uh, PBS 
Just type in your search engine PBS yes. Frontline, and you'll bring it up, and, and it'll show it. You can watch it. It's about 55 minutes, and this was just the first of a series they're going to do. Oh, um, Lordy. So did they? Did they? Did they say anything about our boys and being in jail not, and that kind of thing? No, not not this time. They didn't bring up Kessler. They didn't uh, bring up. They didn't bring up anybody that's on trial right or you know in jail right yeah, now. But yeah. the next episode is to come out in the fall. Yeah. Um, uh, but the the drug thing, the drug taking the drug, the testing is a. I'm gonna look at it as a positive. That's how I try to do. I look at it as a positive. The positive is they didn't find anything because he ain't got nothing done, and that's something that we can use in court. That you know, judge, you know what? He didn't. Do, if you if you check his records when they when they got him into jail, he didn't have any drugs because he's not that kind of way, you know. So that I'm gonna use that as a positive. That's what I'm gonna do. It may mind. Well, it, they, it, it's good that it came out clean, but the bottom line is they violated his rights by doing that. They had no. I mean, I don't know if anywhere in, in the nation. They make you take your blood unless he voluntarily gave it to them. But if they probably, made, if they said they most probably told him, "Hey, we need to check you, you know, test you for everything. Make sure you ain't got no diseases, and making you do this and that." And Jacob most probably willingly done it because he said, "I don't have nothing to hide." And if I, if he, if he fought him, you know, they make them sign that once a month or whatever. They make them sign that while they're they're locked up in jail. And Ramos decided he was going to fight it just to see what they would do, and they locked him down for not signing it until he decided. He only stayed in there for about two or three hours, from what I can understand. And um, he, they locked him down until he signed it. Yeah. So that, that is that is total that is total injustice. That 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 is against their rights. Uh, what they did, they violated their rights as they always do. Yeah. Uh, what was the document that they had him sign? That they make him sign every month? It's a it's a thing saying that they know why they're locked up in there, that they know why they have to be locked up like they are and never get outside, something to that nature. Um, you know, that kind of thing. And if they don't sign it, they are locked down in the hole. They they take away from everybody, they take away all their phone privileges. They take everything. Yes. Well, either way, go ahead, Frank. Sorry. And then one one thing that I remember, each state, each state is different with their policies. And I'm not saying Perry Mason is a good source of uh, legal advice, but in California there was a case I just saw in, in an old show that probation officers can be brought in before conviction Uh if there's certain extenuating circumstances or yes. a pretty good, yes. pretty good uh, possibility that the person is going to be given probation. Yeah, that's the, what I – yeah, Frank, I, I think that's what it is basically that they're going to – they're going to have him lined up just in case. And, and um, then Jacob says, Mama, well, I was told that I, if I get out that day, if I'm supposed to be released that day, that I can't go anywhere or do anything because they have to let every state know that he's coming through. I said, what? You're not a murderer. You, it's not like you committed murder or you assaulted, you know, to, it was just a brawl between two, you know, people. Uh, and, and I said, well, we'll see, baby. Just don't, just don't, just don't hold your feet to the flame. We'll wait and see. We'll, we'll just have to ride it as it comes. When the wave comes, we just ride it. That's all we can do, you know, and have hope that it's not going to be that way at all. 
you know. When you you said yourself, you talk to somebody who's a five-time felon. Yep. Okay. <laughs> that that and out of out of five-time felon, do you know how many years he spent in prison? It's been off and on. I mean, he's uh, you know I'm fifty in my fifties, and he's a little older than we are, I think. But at least he looks like he is. But you know, he done stuff from drugs to uh, it was he was drugs and stealing and I don't know whatever criminals do, he's done it. <laughs> you know, he's not like he's proud of it. He said, Miss Goodwin, he came when he found out. He said, I'm so sorry. He said, Jacob does not deserve that. He said, Me, I deserved it because I done bad stuff. And he said that, like he told me, he was standing there telling me, and I started crying. He said, you know, you know, that's what he told me. He said, the hardest thing I'd done with all this was I hurt my mother. And I said, well, and my husband goes, well, what happens about the dads? I said, well, it hurts y'all too, but us mothers are more emotional. You know, <laughs> I don't think my husband loves my child any less than I do. But, uh, you know, it was mom driving him while daddy worked, you know. It's just like mom's taking them to football practice or anything else, you know. Moms take them and dads. You know, dads pay for it. That's just how it is. <laughs> At least it is in our household. I would take Jacob to his stuff, whatever he needed to go to, and my husband was always working. But he does not love Jacob any less than I do. We just, you know, his dad we dad plays his role and mom plays her role. You know, and that's just how it is at my household. <laughs> may, may I ask you a personal question? Sure. You don't have to answer this. Um uh, uh, has your other son came around? He, he, um, he loves Jacob. There's no doubt about it. He loves his brother. But, um, he, he, you know, he's aggravated. He thinks that Jacob got influenced. And I'm like, no, it's not exactly like that. And I'm trying to explain to him, Jacob hasn't been influenced by anybody for say, uh, you know, Jacob's not a person who hurries into things. He's got to think things through. If he could have been at the garage and thought that through, that would not have happened. But it happened so fast, and DeAndre kept running at him. So he thought he was getting attacked because he just saw DeAndre hit this man, and he still had the flashlight and stuff in his hand. You know, he would not have he would not he would not have he would not have hit DeAndre if DeAndre would have not have kept running at him three times. You know, that would not have happened. And if he really wanted to hurt DeAndre, he would have beaten the fire out of him with that with that shield he had in his hand. He never even hit DeAndre with that. Um, but my oldest son, um, he don't he don't understand the way we it's not like he wasn't raised by different parents, but he was I was younger back then, you know. Uh but he loves his brother. He wished his brother wouldn't be there. He has fussed at me, fussed at his daddy, you know, because he says, y'all, you know, y'all let him go and y'all let him get in trouble. You know, he has said that to me. And some t- some point, sometimes I do feel a little bit guilty, but I did ask Jacob several and more than once, please don't go. Please don't do this, you know. Same thing I'm asking everybody else out there. Please don't go to Shortsville. Please don't go off and get arrested. Please, you know. But I thought well, don't, taking... don't go unless you know exactly what you're doing. And exactly. And Jacob yeah, was just yeah. a young guy that didn't really know what he was getting into. I agree with that. Well, it, you know, it, it, the whole thing, this whole thing, it, it, the, the problem with this whole trial was the fact that nobody framed the most important part of this thing. These kids were not 
in a calm frame of mind. These people have been driven down the street by an angry mob that was throwing things at them, swinging sticks and poles at them, trying to steal flags, humiliating them, spitting on them. And, and you're going to try to tell me that they, they, they cold-bloodedly premeditated a malicious wounding attack? They were terrified. Are you kidding yes, me? Yes, Frank. Yes, Frank. You know what? That's right. You know, and, and listen, Jacob, if, y'all, if anybody would really know Jacob, you know he don't jump in. I mean, I could say, hey, Jacob, you want to you wanna go eat lunch tomorrow with Mama? Let me think about it, Mom. Well, either do or you don't. No, Mom, i got to see, you know, if I'm going to have to work or, or let me see if I'm going to sleep or, or, or if I've got something going on. You know, that's just how Jacob is. He does not jump into things. Like, uh, you know, if he can think, if he has time to think things through, he will. You know, that's how, you know, he, he does. I don't know how to explain it. He's so laid back. My other one's not like that. He just, he, he's like me. I just kind of go off the seat of my pants too much. But Jacob, it does have a calm. If y'all have watched the video that Nellie made that's on YouTube with Jacob, like she said, she said through the whole thing, even when he was, she said, Miss Goodwin, even when he was helping me get to safety and I was clinging to him, he's trying to pull me off of him, she said he was calm. He never lost his cool and say, lady, get off of me. Or he said the only thing he, he got, his voice got deep, it's like, run, run to safety now. You know, that's what he said to her. But he said, she said, even when he was getting, this would get to beat the hell out of him <clears throat> while he was saving her, she said he never cussed, like, you know, like mean, like, you know, being mean to me. She said he was calm. I said, that's how my Jacob is. That's how Jacob is. You know, it takes a lot, a lot. So I know when he kicked DeAndre in that garage that it was a split-second thing. It wasn't like, like the judge says, premeditated. It wasn't, guys. It was not, you know. And I can't, even if I could get them to understand, they don't want to understand. They don't care. That them people on juries don't. That they're most of them are forced to be there. They don't really care. They don't care about the person's life who they may put in prison for the rest of their life or whose life they're going to destroy. You know, those twelve people, maybe one or two of them might have cared, but for the most, no, they didn't care. They didn't going to sleep. You know, I'm sorry, I'm not supposed to talk about all that, but you know. So yeah, that, that, uh, was that a man or a woman that went to sleep? I couldn't really tell. But uh, that was person a woman. was asleep. She, and she was asleep for a good good while. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. But on her, on her behalf, she's... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, Red, I, I'm not going to hold you. Okay. okay. Here's Daryl. Daryl, got a question for Mrs. Goodwin? Yes, I just wanted to know if he testified on his own behalf at the trial and if he didn't when sentencing comes he needs not write a letter that anyone else can read or talk about it on the phone but he needs to make a decision if he's going to address the court about what happened at his sentencing these people are out for blood they put people in Germany in prison for talking about the Holocaust being a denier and uh, we just had a case here in Missouri where uh, this man was murdered in his home and three people did it and the prosecutor's going to give him each seven years and let him go. But yet Jeffrey Winehouse, uh, 
a political prisoner that was okay, a, well let's let her let's let her answer your question okay what, and, and what you don't mind. i'm sorry That's a good one. what's your what's your question baby oh well, well he's did he testify on his own behalf and is he going to speak to the judge at sentencing i think he should well he did, he did testify on his own behalf at trial the best he could. The best he could. Uh, they said he never heard him say he's sorry. I heard it just wasn't. You know, they said that they didn't hear him say sorry. And you know that basically the he did he was asked questions and he answered them. You know, and he he answered he. My son always says yes sir, no sir, yes ma'am, no ma'am. That's just how he was raised and how he thought with respect. Where you know um, they didn't see any of that as far as I could see that they you know didn't take any of that consideration where DeAndre was going bam there it is bam that's it you know how how you know and and I, I don't I don't know what what his mother's like but only person was there with DeAndre was his brother you know um, he had nobody else there with him so um, I, I don't. I don't. Okay. I don't know about sentencing. I haven't talked to Woodard about it as far as that. That's a thought. I hope he does, and maybe the judge will. Maybe the judge will find it in his heart that uh, to look at everything because these people get it from all sides of of what to do. And uh, hearing from you, or even you being there, your mother and father with their son will be important even if you don't speak but i i think if he would speak for himself and and uh let that it be known yeah he let it be known and he, it was beyond his control what happened and it got out of control and and uh at this point uh so you know just okay. some kind of remorse that he's sorry that it all happened he doesn't necessarily yeah. you know he should say that he did anything he didn't do but he could say just yeah. like you it was beyond his control he was there this happened <coughs> and uh, I, I agree with Frank yeah. wholeheartedly about them how they abuse these boys all the way down the line that, that they're dressed you know I can't imagine what the kids are going through how the adults are describing what happened to them you know and they're we're older and we're wiser supposedly and so I, I agree with Frank the whole Harley. Me and Frank have discussed it, and he said it several times, and I agree. He's right, you know. I have one more thing. I do think it's disgusting. They did, they force a drug test. There's a Lone Star 70, this uh, tax guy There's that he's passed away. They, he wouldn't give him his fingerprints. They will make his life hell if he doesn't toll the line in there for them. Yeah. And if he didn't do any drugs, we would just hope they wouldn't ever lie and or anything. But they force you to sign these waivers. Uh, yep. And and they, I've been through that. They made me sit in a room all night on my release. I was going to be released in Colorado, and they made me sit all night and were forcing me. And I said I don't do drugs. I, and and I ended up not having to do it because I was going to be released anyway. I said, well, you can send me back for the finish the 30 days, and I'll go do the 30 days standing on my head. But I'm not. I didn't do it, and I got away with doing it because I knew my rights and that I was going to be yeah. released. But they have you in a cage, and and have you checked out uh, Kent Hovind's The Kennel, and they do treat them like animals, and uh, we all have to remember that, that there are many, he's being treated like an animal, and that's very unfair, and uh, Darryl, thank, thank uh, praying you, for him. One more question. That's good, Daryl. Thank you. Uh, this is Bill. You have a question for Mrs. Goodwin? Well, I, no. Yeah, good morning, guys. I, I don't have a question, 
but I just want to tell Mrs. Goodwin that that's real good news. He has a, a probation officer interviewed him. I and, hope so. You know, uh, it is, ma'am, because my own experience, I've, I've been in and out of the system in New Jersey. And uh, back in the 90s, uh, I was pulling a year for, for a parole violation. And, and a uh -huh. week or two before my year was up, I, I got a visit from a probation officer. So I, I can only so. tell you from my own experience, that's good news. And it's going to be all right. Because the reality is when it's all said and done, this is a, a, a very petty crime. And he's not, he's not going to death row or getting... 30 years, and it you know, looks to me so, like he's going to get pro time served in probation if, he, if, if a probation so officer was up there. What you don't understand is we've never had the law. We don't do that. This is, we, this is all new to us. So, you know, when you're saying, I appreciate you saying all this, but we're not, I don't mean to be ugly or to you by no, no means or disrespectful, but we, my boys was not raised. That's not how you do. That's not how you behave is to get arrested or, you know, the cops coming to my house looking for my son. You know, now on my oldest one, they called me in the middle of the night. He was on base and he was out while we were walking around on base at the base by my house here in Little Rock. And they were walking around and they should have been inside for curfew. So they just took him down there, you know, to the base uh, police station in there and called me. And I went and got him. And he didn't do anything wrong. So all I do is chastise him. But that is not, this is, you don't understand, that's not the normal life that I've told my son is to go get arrested, you know, or yeah. assault somebody, you know. So it's yeah, hard for it, me to see this all because he, I'm not. He did what, what he had to do, and, and it's real yes, easy sir. to get locked up today. I mean, it, it, didn't, make, it didn't make me a bad person, but. No. Because I, I ran afoul of the law, it doesn't make sense. It's not a bad person. It's it's a system is completely broken right now. All right, yes. and it's a meat grinder, and they just need bodies, you know, to to keep feeding it. So it's all going to work out. And, and uh, uh -huh. God, God bless you, and God bless Jason. It, it's everything's going to be fine. Thank you. You have a nice Thank day. You. Okay. You Thank, sweetheart. Thank you. Bill. That is encouraging. Is there another question? That's all. We've got about, <laughs> about 10 minutes to wrap up. Well, uh, please, everybody, has... just a reminder, uh, we still have T-shirts. There's, oh, there's several. There's four different ones that you can get at the moment. So if you want to know, you can um, email me or, or, or text me or, you know, get on uh, Facebook. There's four different shirts and um that you can get some are you know a little bit race racy so it's up to you but uh we still have shirts out there um you can get a hold of billy roper and get some through them too and uh please everybody please do not go to charlottesville please 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 do not go over there you know you have to I, right now i pick my battles and right now with everything else that i need to be going on my battle right now is jacob and getting him home then after that, we go to the next battle. In the next battle, whatever I gotta go do. But for today, for today's battle, I am working on getting there to Charlottesville, 
trying to get my son home, and then after that we'll tackle the next thing that comes and happens to us with all this. But I'm begging you, please don't go. And, hey, guys, don't forget to burn your tiki torches um, on this weekend, all weekend. Um, Frank, I thought he had a great idea. If you thought of it, Frank, I, I think it's great. No, no, um, take pictures, put it on Facebook. I'm sorry, what, Frank? Red, Red was the one that came up with that idea. Oh, I think it's great. I think it's great. And, um, and uh, guys, from the bottom of my heart, please, please, please know that your donations this week is helping us go to um, Charlottesville. You know, I told Jacob, I said, Jacob, this time Mom and Daddy cannot afford the whole thing by ourselves like we normally do with my husband being sick. Um, his stomach, he's sick again. So uh, I think it's just stress. I really do. I think, you know, it's the stress of it all. And um, But I appreciate y'all. I appreciate everybody. I appreciate your kindness. The kindness really touches me, you know, to open a letter up and read the good things about my Jacob being a good man, because he is. I'm not just being the mother. He really is. My child is a good guy, you know. So I, I know he's a little spoiled, maybe, <laughs> maybe, but uh, he don't deserve to be where he is, and y'all do make it easier when you're writing me letters and telling me, you know, or how you've met Jacob and what he's done for you or something. It's, it's just amazing. I've got boxes of letters. So when he gets home, he will see every one of your letters. I've saved every one of them, even the envelopes, even the tinfoil you sent your money in. I have everything so he'll know when he got home who, who, you know, who's behind him and who's helped us and along the way. And there's some that I wish I could say their name on the radio. You know, they, they still every day help me, every day help me. They stand with me tall every day, and I thank you guys. I thank you, Frank, for all your support. Um, is there any more questions for me before we go? Oh, Daryl's back. Daryl, you have anything else? <laughs> yes. Uh, I was going to say the probation is a good thing if the person is a good person. He writes an evaluation for the judge is why he's there. <laughs> okay. He interviewed- yeah, Jake, Jacob had to yeah. fill out a hundred question questionnaire. It's a sign of a good thing, or it's a big mistake. It's one of well, he can't get around it. He's forced to do it because it's part of the rules of sentencing that he gets interviewed, and then that guy will write. A, he'll review those hundred questions, and he'll write some kind of review that that what he believes. And he also does a personal assessment meeting him. And he'll look at his past criminal record, and he'll have to write in the. Is that part of probation, the drug testing? No, that's part of. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. They. Everyone. If you uh, get in trouble with the law today, anyone that's listening knows that you are mandatory drug tested because they want to keep you in the system. Because so many. Will they do it again? Will they do that again to him? They, will he have to do another drug test, which is fine? You know, absolutely, fine. he will. If he's on probation, he has to. He will have to agree to. They'll probably have certain rules of where he can go. They could say he can't be part of uh, white nationalist meetings. They will say that uh, they will have certain stipulations, and that will be fine. He really? can take. He can take a break from and just be home with his family and get to working. And they're going to have stipulations and and and. And he yeah. could say that okay, the, he it. could let the judge know that he could let the judge know that I would like to step back from from the people I was involved with 
stay at home. I want to be back with my family and work at a job. And this is bad that this happened, and I've had to put my family through this Good for idea. what I believed. Or and, and and hopefully he came off that way to the probation officer, and the probation officer can stand up to the judge and say, hey, this is a good kid. He got in a bad situation, and uh, he needs to go home with his family. And and they're going to say he want they want him to take drug tests. But, but, they're going to say, Daryl, does that take your, But does that offend? That does that take his rights away from him not being able to, you know, talk yes, to absolutely. whatever? Yeah, absolutely. When you're absolutely when you're part of the system, you lose your rights. And I mean, oh, you okay. can That's... you lose your you lose a certain amount of your rights. You don't lose every single right. I mean, he could. Uh, he could still maybe write about what happened, or he he. Oh, we're he gonna may... do a book. We're doing a book. Oh, he could. When he gets he home. Could... Well, he's not allowed to profit from his crime, so uh, someone else will have to write that. He can't write. He could write. His mother. They have all kinds of rules. Once you get in their system, you're. They want to keep you there, and so many people. You know, we have this problem with drugs. You know, people they get arrested for drugs, and they can't get off drugs or alcohol, and well, then. Darryl, they, yeah. If he okay. probation, will he be allowed to return immediately back to Arkansas, or will he have? Oh to yeah, he'll be, and he'll have to report to. A, he'll have to report to a Arkansas probation officer in his county. Uh, or if it's federal okay. probation, he'll have to report home to Arkansas, and he'll be on probation there. And <clears throat> and you need to let him know he's no doubt going to live with you guys because he has no income. He's going to be living here at home. He's going to have a curfew. Uh, he's you know he's okay. going to have a curfew. They're going to say he can't be out at bars. He can't be hanging out with other known. He don't do that. No. Yeah, they'll have rules, and he needs to let the judge know that anything that you ask me to do, I'm going to do that, and and uh, I've always stayed out of trouble. My mom and dad raised me to stay out of trouble. This was a bad situation, and hopefully... Uh, okay, the, the, I'm going to talk to him about that tonight when he calls. I'm going to talk to him very, about that tonight. It's very important that he, he shows that he, he wants to do, since this happened... And a so-called jury of his peers, which they were not, we know they were not a jury of his peers. But since he's been, they have control of him and he's lost, you know, and this is the thing that we all have to fight for, for a fair justice system. He should have, a jury should have done the right thing. And uh, jurors should not be bored. People should take being on the jury serious and not be sleeping. And, uh, and. Yeah, and 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 the the probation officer is a good thing, but that's mandatory to everyone. You get in the court system, uh, they they want you on probation because he's going to have to pay too. He's going to have to get a job, and he's going to have to pay for that probation. They, this is a beast, you know. That like the guy oh, said, really? it's a meat you have crime. to pay for that. Oh my Absolutely. god! Oh yeah, oh, he'll have god. to pay. He'll have to pay. I don't know. He'll have to pay like a hundred dollars a month. Or, oh, and some kind of restitution. There was a crime. They're gonna. The judge is gonna order some kind of restitution. To you know, there's gonna well, be a fine. The boy gonna. I mean, right now his car is not running, so he's gonna have a car. You know, bless his heart. It's almost like he's starting all this over. This is again. a problem with many Americans, Mrs. Goodwin. That that they do this. That people get in a cycle, yeah. and well, they, they get. He's going to come out of this. We're going to clean things up. And he's going to have help. He's going to have help. He's going to have help. All hush for you. All right, Daryl, we're about to finish up here. Yeah, and Daryl, right, thank you, Daryl. 
get in touch with Mrs. Goodwin and, and uh, help her out yeah. with the context that she lost. Yeah, yeah. I was supposed okay. to done the interview, and, and I, I lost the number. Okay, all right. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, Frank, you be careful going this weekend. I'm, I, I just think of my, my friend Nathan Hale. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, you know, he died for his country. Nathan Hale? Nathan Hale. Nathan Hale. I only regret okay. that I have but one life to get for my country. Yep. They uh-huh. hanged him in New York City. New York City? Yep, that's where they hanged him. <laughs> God. Okay, we'll be oh, back Lord. tomorrow with Father Francis. I love you all. He's, he's healed. Yeah, we'll try it. We're trying to get Jason Kessler on to, to announce what all is happening uh, one more time before the weekend. Don't forget to burn your tiki torches for my Jacob, guys. Thank you all so much for your kindness. And I love you, Frank. Tag your right, it. You <laughs> all right. Bye. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.